0: Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 BizDev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. 321 BizDev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 is the only company with sales systems for white-collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training in college or through certification programs 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions contacting prospecting appointment setting and closing 321 supports attorneys cpas insurance brokers dentists real estate brokers cosmetic surgeons and real estate investors. In addition, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321BizDev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833 833- 321 321 We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hello, 321 Biz Development uh, Podcast listeners. The title of this podcast is The Sales Fog. And this podcast is going to be one of the easiest ones we've ever done because this podcast titled The Sales Fog is a sort of a summary of of many podcasts on the subject of sales performance produced over the last two years. What is a sales fog in the context of sales training in the white collar, big ticket, high priced product and service industries? Sales fog as we find it at 321 is the area where something is missing to help salespeople increase revenues and commissions. It's a fog because salespeople are somewhat at a loss and figuring out what's missing. And even more mysterious, the fog is not the normal type of fog people see where they reduce driving speeds. This fog is not a gray cumulus mass. This fog cannot be seen. It's colorless. Salespeople don't even know this fog is present. But when our company meets or speaks with small business owners, we are told by small business owners that they cannot figure out why sales are down. Or what's even more alarming, small business owners have accepted current low sales performance conditions as normal. Those small business owners who do recognize the problem will often try anything and everything they can to fix the sales performance issue, including spending a lot of money on solutions with meager results. Or if the sales organization has many sales reps, the answer is more product training. Sure, that's it. That will work. Real estate or insurance agents are not hitting their sales goals because realtors need another lunch and learn about two year home warranty. Or insurance agents need to firmly understand the benefits and features of term life insurance. Okay, on these last two examples, I was being sarcastic, but I think you get the point. How long may this sales fog challenge last? A salesperson could be in the sales fog for two years, five years, 20 years or longer. The salesperson, sales manager, or even the owner can sell in the fog for their entire career. So what exactly is this sales fog and why does it exist? Again, the sales fog is without shape or color. The sales fog is actually a space that needs to be filled. The sales fog symbolizes what's missing in the salesperson's way he or she sells. What is missing? Why is something missing? And how large is this void that is that is missing? First, let's talk about the size of the void. The missing component can be as large as 70% for realtors and insurance agents and about 40% for dentists, attorneys, CPAs, and cosmetic surgeons. Why does this fog exist? Well, there are several reasons why the void exists. And again, we're talking about this fog that is stopping salespeople from achieving higher performance. Number one, The void exists because most small business owners have never had sales training. In a booming national economy due to government pro-business policies, at best realtors and insurance agents are 70% equipped and dentists, attorneys, CPAs, cosmetic surgeons are 60% equipped to do well in their businesses because consumers have discretionary income. In a poor performing economy, Due to government, anti-business, economic policies, agents are 30% and dentists, attorneys, CPAs, and cosmetic surgeons are 40% equipped to do well. So why the low percentage during a poor economy? Competition and fewer consumers with discretionary income uh, are the reasons why Uh, Insurance agents are only 30% equipped to do well, and dentists, attorneys, CPAs, cosmetic surgeons are 40% equipped to do well. Number two, the void exists because small business owners unconsciously care about their own self-interest during the prospect engagement period. Small business owners don't intentionally put their money-making needs before establishing prospect meaningful dialogue. Devoid of any sales and business development training, small business owners will do what they only know how to do, which is pitch their products and services, uh, pitch their top leaders, pitch their compensation plans. Now, all of this is fine. We live in a free country and it's up to every person You know, every prospect, every potential customer to make the best decision about what they want to buy. But when will businesses and salespeople begin to put their prospects first? The best way to describe the scenario where salespeople put themselves first is the dating scene. Oh, boy, here we go. So now I'm going to talk about the scenario uh, about a guy being interested in a woman. So a guy sees this woman that is totally gorgeous. The guy approaches the woman and starts a conversation, which is good, good, and asks the woman for a phone number, but that's good. After talking on the phone and seeing each other casually while out in public a few times, the guy asks the woman out on a date, which is good. The most important thing here is that the guy asked the woman out for a date. That's contacting and prospecting good job, dude. Okay, get ready for this. If you're a guy and you're a woman in the big city, you know where this is going next. The guy probably is not going to ask the woman to marry him at the dinner, at the dinner date or the next dinner date. The guy probably wants to do the nasty. So the guy will execute some kind of smooth talking, lighthearted, or downright straight to the point strategy to get what he wants and he wants to do the nasty. This is a scenario of the salesperson who puts his interest over the prospect. This is the salesperson who believes that giving the prospect so much information that the prospect will do business with the salesperson. Should the guy talk about himself most of the time at the dinner date? Should the guy talk about his interests, his education, his hobbies, what he does for a living, etc.? Or should the guy uh, spend the time asking the woman questions about herself, like what are her hobbies, what's her job, what's her education level, and compliment the, the woman. This is a scenario of the salesperson who puts the prospect's interests above his interests. Now, here's the interesting part of this scenario. I didn't talk about what the woman wanted from the date. Maybe the woman equally wanted to do the nasty too, as much as the guy wanted to do the nasty. Or maybe she is looking for a long-term relationship or marriage. Maybe the guy is looking for a long-term relationship or marriage. If either is the case, meaning the guy and the woman both want to do the nasty, or The guy and the woman both are looking for a long-term relationship or marriage. You know, the conversation about whose interest comes first is a moot point. The two were just meant to be together. But in the world of selling, it's rare that a salesperson and a prospect naturally want to do business without that right place, right time magic. In reality, psychologists who study consumer behaviors say only 7% of appointments in and a sale because the prospect just wants to buy meaning the salesperson who talks 90 percent of the time at the appointment and totally disregards the prospect's needs will still get the sale to wrap it up no pun intended to clear the sales fog salespeople should focus more on learning about their prospects during appointments but now the question should be how does a salesperson control that interview and manage the expectations such that the salesperson and prospects somehow agree to do business? What questions should the salesperson ask to establish meaningful dialogue? The phrase meaningful dialogue is a 3 one phrase we use in our sales and business development training. If this podcast speaks to your current business situation, please don't hesitate to call us. You have listened to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 is the only company with sales systems for white-collar professionals who did not have access to affordable sales and business development training in college or through certification programs. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. And we can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Make it a great day.